Hello, everyone. Laura and I went to the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, and we have lots of thoughts about everything, including choosing our outfits, stadium logistics, and general schedule of the day, um, how Taylor Swift performs full out for more than three hours, which eras were above others, read they were all good, and what songs changed our lives, hearing 60,000 people sing along with us. In a word... It was epic. She made the whole place shimmer. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 298 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm here with Lindsay. I'm here with Laura. And we're about to talk what you've all been waiting for. Are you ready for it? Uh, I am ready for it. (laughs) Yes, we are here to talk about Taylor Swift and her era's tour, which Laura and I both attended blessed hashtag blessed it was amazing it really was amazing and yes we are taylor swift fans of course but we also who's not a taylor swift (laughs) fan that's the question yes i don't know who these people are but we wanted to give you information in this podcast as well as entertainment so it's edutation (laughs) here that's right the i agree beans podcast um, so many people messaged Laura and said, are you going to do a podcast with Laura? Because I don't know if you saw it, but I made a pretty sweet reel. I you made did. it. I created it. It might have taken two days to do, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I figured it out and I made it. And it looks good. And it looked good. And I was very excited about it. So people were saying, please, please, please tell me that you're going to have a podcast. Because let me tell you, those of you who don't know. It is a it is an intricate logistical something. Oh yeah, that you need to prepare for, which everybody's laughing at right now, saying you're going to a concert. One of my favorite things is what did we know? Twenty people going maybe in our life between the three days. Yes, and even people from outside coming in right. to Houston. I'd say more than twenty. It I think I would too. I mean, maybe twenty people on Saturday night or Sunday right. night when we went. Exactly. But I would say our friend Andrea texted us. We had an Eras tour thread. Of course. And Andrea said, I have never th- once thought, what am I going to wear to this concert? You just wear the thing to the concert. It's not that way with Taylor Swift. Hey, if you just want to wear a white t-shirt and some jeans or a cardigan and French braid your hair, that's fine. That's Whatever. Totally fine. That's totally fine. I'm not saying you have to. What I am saying is, you're going to stick out more than the other people because everybody is in glitter or fringe or rhinestones or sequins or you name it. Mm -hmm. And they're all there. And it's wonderful. The other thing that I will say is that that text message from Andrea came like three months before the (laughs) concert was going to start. I mean, you you all were planning this like... Yes. Yes, we were. Weeks in advance. And it was me who started it because I thought, 
So her her tour started. What was Houston like? Her fourth stop. Fourth. Or we fifth? were her thirteenth, and that's a very big that's number. Right. We were her thirteenth one, but like her fourth city because she's mm-hmm. doing multiple concerts in every city. Not every city, but she did three in Houston alone. Mm-hmm. I know she did three in Arlington, um, and so she. I had I got on some TikTok rabbit something one day, and I. I was looking for what Taylor Swift is wearing on her tour, like the costume, right? Uh-huh. And I, because because it was already already there, she right. was already. And I I was one who didn't care about being spoiled. I I liked to know the set and list. We should say that ahead of time too. There was a whole discussion over. Yes. Do you care about the set list? Do we want to be surprised? Do we want to be surprised? Do you want to be surprised what she did? But I just think, bless your heart, if you're now and in the future, because you're you are spoiled already right. for sure. Um, you can. And I would also say. I was anti-spoiler for a long time. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. For a couple of days. Right. I was like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to know the set Me list. Sure. I want to just go in for it. Yeah. And then I gave in to that. And I still loved it. Yes, even though I knew absolutely. the set list. Even though I had seen absolutely. the videos. It doesn't take it away. Absolutely. Because there right. are pros and cons from knowing the set list. But also, I had I thought, I, it was like, I saw something that said Taylor Swift outfits. Eras tour outfits. And I thought, ah, so cute. Let me see what she's going to wear. I opened up the strangest little vein of the Swiftyverse with people unwrapping, or what what is it called? Unboxing from Amazon what they're going to wear to the Taylor Swift Eras tour. And it dawned on me, oh, this is a thing that I need to get on board with because I'm all about sequins and rhinestones. I think it's lovely to bling it up every once in a while. I had to talk you into it a little bit, but you did do a shirt. That's right. High five right here, Laird. High five for me. You did do, I mean, we borrowed it from Stephanie, but that was great. Stephanie was the one like weeks in advance. I just took Stephanie's left. Yeah, Stephanie was like, here's seven, 17 different things I'm going to try on. And Laura was like, you're not wearing that one? I'll take it. We did not do the, what era are you? A lot of people got pigeonholed into that, and, and I wasn't into that. I just thought, I'm going to wear something cute and bright, and it's going to be fun, and woohoo. If you had to pick an era that you were associated with, you think? From what I wore? Yeah. Um, mm, 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 mm. I wore royal blue. So is that Lover album, or is that too pink? Is Lover more pink? No, is I think Lover speak is... Speak Now, that's more purple, but royal blue is purple adjacent? I don't know. Uh, I mean... Is it, could it midnight been, blue? Could it have been 1989? It might have been 1989. I think of a royal blue as 1989. Okay, well then, then I'm going to say 1989. Yours was purpley black. That's right. Were you midnights or and were you reputation? I would say I was midnights. But I I will say for the reputation. Because mine was also maroon and maroon is a song on midnights. Oh, that's true, that. true, true, true. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one. But we also did for reputation. We went to that one together in 2018, which was her last time to tour. Shocking. She had not toured since 2018 because stupid COVID ruins everything. And we, but we, we thought about it. We either all wore black. We did. But I bought off Amazon snakeskin tights. Of course, that you did. I wore. Do you with, still have those? Yes, I do. Do you wear them all the time? No, I don't. <laughs> They're in the box with the. Other tights that I have that are awesome, you know, my red and white stripes for elves during Christmas time. But I, I thought you were going to say did, for Fourth of July. <laughs> but I did wear. We did wear. Yes. Like you, you yeah. We thought about it. So um, Andrea just goes. She goes to every concert every time she gets a chance. So she's just not thinking about it. 
But we we did dress up, so that was that was on our mind, and we we chose to dress up. But what I want to talk about is the other phenomenon that kind of has swept the nation is this friendship bracelet thing. Would you like to explain to everybody what that means and why it's important? Well, it's because of a lyric from the Taylor Swift song mm-hmm. that says something about friendship bracelets. Make the friendship bracelets, yeah. You're so, on your own, kid. You always right. have been. Yeah, it's from her so, new album. It's from which one? Her new album, oh, Midnight. from the new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, so people are making friendship bracelets mm-hmm. out of beads with little sayings on it like karma or mm-hmm. lover or archer Style. or Betty. Mindset Mm -hmm. style, Mm -hmm. because that's the best Taylor Swift song that there is. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you go to the concerts, and Mm -hmm. then you trade them with your friends. It's so cute. So we we didn't know if we were going to do it at first. Yeah. And then the day before the concert, we made a stop by Hobby Lobby. Yeah, it was right there. We just thought, why not? got the beads. And then that Saturday night, (laughs) we strung beads in in our kitchen and at the, the hardest table. thing was knotting elastic but i know how to do it now you were I'm the master a, of it master. i could not knot the elastic mm-hmm. um, but it was so fun and i would just like to say that we made bracelets for ourselves mm-hmm. we made bracelets for our friends yes we did and then i traded the two girls yes, that were sitting did. behind me. little girls as They're soon so as i got cute. there i saw these two girls that were sitting behind me and i said do you guys want to trade friendship bracelets <laughs> and they kind of looked at me like eh, do we mm-hmm. want to but their mom was like yeah trade with this nice older lady <laughs> Who wants to trade with you? And so she made them. And it was wonderful. <laughs> made my night. It's just absolutely darling. Because you look around, if you're in the if you're in the stadium, you're gonna look around and you literally will see the eleven year old who is in front of us who lost her mind upon seeing Taylor Swift for the first she time. She was crying. Like crying actual tears. Big tears, videoing ish because no telling what her sweet videos look like but and screaming at the top of her lungs sometimes it's at the ceiling and she realizes it and she brings it back down (laughs) but then you have her mom who is just as excited and probably in her 30s or something then you have me 47 just as excited you have the dad who's choosing to sit down because he just wants to be a part of the whatever he's not gonna stand up all three hours but you know He's there. He knew the words. Every, he didn't know the words. He was there for his girls. It, and it, and it's it, it's generational, which blows my mind because she's 33 yeah. years and old. you have like people like my parents, my mom's friends were saying, yes. oh, I think that's awesome that you're going. I would love to go. Yes. And they're retired. Yes. I mean, it's, it, it is it, a phenomenon. It blows my mind that she gets up there Taylor Swift saying, yep, been doing this for 15 years or 17 years. 17 years. And you're thinking, you are a child yourself. Yes. But she's 33. She's a grown woman. But man, the the idea that she could have that many songs to essentially cover 10 albums. Absolutely. She didn't do all 10 albums. I mean, she did all 10 albums, not every song from it. But you see what I'm saying? She's 33 and has 10 albums. From which to choose? The other thing I think you have to mention here is it's also across different genres. Yes. Like you're talking country, you're Mm -hmm. talking pop, almost a borderline rap in some songs, and then this folky stuff Mm -hmm. that's come out recently. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, I was telling somebody at my office today, actually, because I just keep talking about it, even though it's a week later, you just can't stop. But I was telling somebody today, like, 
it's there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's hard for people to say like I'm, I'm just not a fan of Taylor. Right. Well, if you're not a fan of Taylor, that means you don't. Yeah. Like go music. to the next album. Like, exactly. Go like, to the just next. Go album. to the next one. Mm-hmm. Try the country album. Oh, you don't right. like country? Okay, try rock. Yeah. Oh, you don't like rock? You want something softer? Try folklore. Right. I mean, there's tons of options. So many options. I want to talk about a little bit because I know people. The buzz on the internet is. What does it look like day of? How early do you need to be there? What What's happening? What I appreciate about her, she understands her audience, first of all. So she is going on somewhere between, it's weird, like 7.55 to 8.10. She, don't, don't say I'm getting there by 8 because you'll miss the beginning of it. She's gone right. on a little bit before 8 every single night. She has openers that are at 6.30. It's going to be different in every city. But from what I understand, doors open at 4, or the everything opens at 4.30. Right. Those people go on at 6.30. She goes on at 7.55, and she plays for a little over three hours. It's like 11.15. Talk about, let's talk about her stamina. All I, and I, I just kept being nervous. I know we were the 13th, but I just kept being nervous. Please, Lord, don't let her lose her voice before she gets to us. Please, Lord. Please. And I, I say please, Lord, for all of you, too, who have tickets in the future. Please don't let her lose her voice for your tour, too. But I don't know how you sing right? three hours, three days in a row. Does she just not talk the rest of the week? She also has to be sucking down water in between the sets. So. Because she doesn't have a bottle of water at all. Somebody needs to give her a B12 shot as she's running by. Yes. I don't I do know what agree. she's doing. It's crazy. I don't know what she's doing. But that that's that's something I want to talk about, about our, our timing. Because we thought about it and we pivoted. That's right. Because we were going to eat beforehand. And then it was you who had a feeling like, I don't feel good about... I don't feel good about leaving when we're choosing to leave. I'd rather get where we're going and eat there. Meaning, you tailgate in the parking lot. Of course you do that. Of course you do. We were with our friends Audrey, Andrea, and then Stephanie, and then you and me. And then we had other friends that came over. Because everyone wanted to join in on the tailgate. Everybody thought, what a brilliant idea. Because you're not worried. That's that's what I want to say first and foremost is... You don't know what your stadium traffic is going to be like. And right. I think that's why everybody is, well, what time do I leave? Well, what time do I leave? We knew, let me be clear, hear me when I say, we didn't care about the opening act. Right. So we knew we needed to be in our seats. Our goal to be in our seats was going to be about 730. Right. That's when we wanted to be in our seats, just as a precaution, which means you have to get there before then. You have to eat before then. You have to go to the bathroom before then. You have to park before then. So all of that stuff, and we were doing the math, and it just felt right for Laura, and everybody else kind of leaned into that. Mm-hmm. Nobody balked and said, Laura, that's weird. We all leaned into it. And we so did we got, have a parking pass. We did have a parking pass, which helped a lot, but from what I understand, too, it's $40 to park, no at matter least, what stadium. I, oh. I heard it's no matter what stadium. Really? Yes, that's a Taylor Swift rule. It's flat $40. I think people who parked in parking lots at stadiums had good you know, yeah. fine, and other people are kind of stuck because they're on the wrong side of the main way people are getting out you know what I mean and so in my opinion 
who cares how long it takes for you to get out? It's going to be annoying if you're right. in a car for a long time. Especially if you're a Sunday show and you have to work on exactly. Monday. <laughs> but but just, okay. just plan on it. Just say, yeah. hey, it's going to take us a long time to get out because everybody and their dog is leaving. The good news is, though, y'all, 50% of these people aren't driving. That's a good they point. They are little kids. They're and under the age of 16. a lot of people are taking party buses. And a lot of people are saying... Hey, I'm going to get a driver and we're going mm-hmm. and they're, where they're just dumping us off. So I haven't heard of people doing Ubers. Like, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. really, I think that probably would have been a cluster a little bit. Yeah, we did. Um, we did have a parking pass. So great. And we were able to park kind of close to the front. So what we did is we left the house at five o'clock and Laura already had the food in her car. So we literally drove. And what time do you think we got there? Like 5.45? I'd say 5.30. 5.30? Took us about 30, maybe a little over 30 minutes. A little over 30 minutes. Because it is. You just get there and everybody's so nervous because they don't right. want to miss it. But the other thing is, which we did not do, merchandise. Right. So a lot of people want merchandise. So they're thinking, I'm going to get in line. Um, a lot of people want drinks. So we got there at 5.30. We literally bring out chairs. We had a TV stand, um, a TV tray, tiny table. table. Laura made a signature drink, which was, we called Maroon from the Midnight's album. It was so good. And then... So we and we had Taylor playing on the little speaker and it was fun. We had and pizza, even, tacos. Even the um the security guard comes over and he's like, Well, y'all did it right. It just gave we us We were nervous when the security guard came over yeah, too. Because we, we thought Oh, this shoot, isn't allowed. Is he gonna make us leave. Pay? And he was like, So can I have some of your bourbon? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, Well, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't you think that's to do allowed. That? <laughs> but it it everybody relaxed once we got there. Yes. Because we are now in charge of our time. We are not dealing with other people driving in exactly. traffic. I and would so highly that, recommend getting there yeah, and then eating there, hanging out there, yeah. being there, figuring it out once you're yeah. there. Because everybody it loved it. wasn't stressful. And we all ate. We had a table. We had our chairs. You're not getting nachos on the inside. You're getting what you want to eat. Audrey and Andrea got something different from the three of us, and it was fine. It was, it was so great. great. And so then around... We had other friends meet us at yeah, the spot. Yeah. We gave them drinks. And- around 6.30 is when we decided, okay, we're going in. Because everybody knew they wanted to go to the bathroom before. Because we're hardcore and we're not going to go to the bathroom during a Taylor Swift concert. We'll talk about the bathroom later. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because of the different spots. That, or are you going to tell them now? You go ahead and tell the them The spots where you need to go to the bathroom. Well, So what we had been told was there were two spots where you should try to go to the bathroom. Yes. So one was All Too Well. Right. Which is 10-minute version. The 10-minute version. version. And then the second one that I had come up with was in Folklore after August. Mm -hmm. So there's then several songs. We're not going to give the whole set list in case people don't want to spoil or whatever. Sure. But just know after the song August and Folklore is another good time because there's a couple of breaks before the best set of the night. I will say, though, some people love Folklore and will not want to miss Folklore. Uh, which I mean, you point. know, that we point. have people in our life who say it's the best era, and I'm like, well, you have issues, but, but hey, more power to you. They are the folklore people, that, and that's great. Everybody, if you're which not is gonna, why I say yeah. looking at the set list can help you because heaven forbid if you miss your favorite song, exactly, you know, and planning ahead of time, like we knew we weren't going to drink that much. That's right. We were going to be able to hold it throughout the whole concert, right. and we did great. The other thing I will say is we got a bottled water and that saved us. That was key. because you sing the entire 
time. Yes. And yell a lot more than what I expected. Oh, yeah. It's just in the moment and you gotta yell. Ah. And you jump up and down. Oh, my God. So you need some water. Yeah. But you can't drink too much because you don't want to go to the bathroom. So 6.30 is the time we went inside. We were right there at NRG. And the reason why you want to get in there a little bit is because this is your time to take pictures. And we had a wonderful banner at NRG that had, in parentheses, Taylor's version, which is so cute. Because every city is doing little yes, things like that. So, so ours cute. renamed NRG. Renamed NRG, Taylor's version. And you're getting cute pics. And then you're wanting to go inside and there's... Um, you know, in the openers end at a certain time. So there's a little break Mm -hmm. in there where it's just kind of DJ dance music, but there's a great heiress tour on it's one of you want to take your pictures because you're a little fresher at that point. You're not so many. And so that was fun. That's when you're trading your bracelets and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was fine. Leaving was good for us. Um, our bathroom lines were long. Hey, they're going to be long, but most stadiums are opening the men's side and you know monitoring that and there's just one little section where men can go but other than that she she goes on at 7 55 ish 7 50 7 55 being your seat i would say by 7 30 and she plays 44 songs without an intermission or break it was amazing and i'll tell you that people say that oftentimes when i said there's like different sets because there's sets for the albums that are like into like broken up by like a little intermission and so everyone's like oh it's like an intermission no it is not an intermission i'm talking less than 60 seconds i was about to say i think the longest one might have been three minutes yes maybe i agree and that was the one where there was kind of going under the stage from one part of the stage to the other so the stage there's one whole side of your stadium that that's not going to have any people like in the end zone end zone and how big do you think that that screen is it's almost as tall as the building yeah with it has to be the most recent technology of screening like, like there is 70 it doesn't look whatever pixelated 3D, at all 45 and HD, it makes all me love her so much because there are people that are way up high and that's what they could afford and they are there singing yeah. their guts out and can see yes she's a little aunt she's a little aunt on the 50 yard line but they can see her because this screen is so big and they do so much with the screen. And then there's the stage and that's where all of her musicians are. But then it comes, if you're if you're thinking about the football field with me, end zone, it's all the way down the end zone into like the 10-yard line, 20-yard line, 30. Say when you get to the 50, it turns into a huge diamond. Right. And then it goes on down to the other end zone. So she spends a lot of time in that diamond. Which would be right at the 50-yard line. Which would be right at the 50-yard line. So those floor people had really good seats. But then she kind of goes down to the end, and that's where she does a lot on a piano. But then up here, she does some stuff too. And so we were on the 50-yard line, not on the floor, but in the upper, but the first bowl, I would mm-hmm. say. And it was great. I um, There's a lot of action going on with, they give you bracelets with lights, and that is a whole thing within, within itself. Um, the stage is a video somehow. Yep. And all of the mechanical workings of the entire thing are under the stage. Meaning she drops down and then pops up over here. And then she drops down and ends up over here in an, an, another dress. 
But how well, there's it, stairs that come out of the center of the diamond. Yes, and she's the diamond the raises up all of a sudden, and then yeah. it turns into stairs or up, down, up, down, up, down, accordion, and then there's a piano just appears over here, and there's then there's random fire, and then there's that a tree appears. House. I mean, there's yeah. this weird treehouse that she sings in but, for a large chunk of time. <laughs> There are like pyrotechnics I mean, and lights that shoot up out of the floor, and and she how much great. she does sound great. But how much do you think you missed of it? A lot. I would say that I think I at least missed half of it. Right. You don't know where to look. I I didn't know where to look. Yeah. I would look at the big screen because I would want to see her like mm-hmm. massive life size size thirty feet tall. Yeah. But then I'd also look in front of me. Where right. we had pretty good right. seats, so yeah. then you could see her standing in front of you. But then and you'd then, see something on the video right. that's different from what's going on. You'd look at the video board, and then there was this other video board that was, like, on the other end zone from the big yeah. board. And that kind of constantly showed the front of the stage. Right. So the platform that she would be standing on would sometimes have, like, visual screens on the yes. on the, on yes. the stairs on that it. she's standing on. Yeah. That, you, that we would we couldn't missed, see because we we're on the side. It. We're right. not on the end. Yeah. It was... I think, and then, like you said, there was a guitar on the like, yeah. floor. I never even saw the guitar. Yeah. I didn't know there was a guitar. I yeah. was like, what do you mean there was a guitar? There's a snake that goes around in lights during Reputation. It just looks like a snake going around. I think I missed that. I mean, it, I, I, I don't know. There's so much attention to detail. Agreed. There's so much... Costumes? A, intentional choices that she is making. She sounds great. Absolutely. People will say Taylor Swift doesn't have the best voice in the world. Okay, that's fine. But I think she has a great voice. Listen to the lyrics, people. And the girl knows how to perform and entertain. And she is, I think, one of very few people who understand the importance of fans. Because she really cares. She really does. And y'all are all laughing at me right now going, ha ha, no, she does But, but, but she's smart. I mean, even if yes. she doesn't care about it per se, she knows these 60,000 people times three plus several other thousand because of the floor yeah. came and sold out for three nights because of something she's doing right. I don't care if you like her or not. It's something that she's doing right. right. And I want to talk about that later and of what we think that is. she does make you feel like you are the best concert mm-hmm. that she's performed. Uh-huh. And I get what everyone says, but like, you know, that's an act, right? You know, she's totally putting on an act. I don't care that she's putting yeah. on an act. I get it that there's an aspect of this that's a performance, mm-hmm. but there are very few people that can perform like that mm-hmm. and can make an audience feel like mm-hmm. they're important. And she makes... I mean, I talked to people who were up on the third deck mm-hmm. that said she made me feel like I was a part of the performance, yep. even though I'm on the third deck. And I'm telling you why. Another reason why is that she understands, I think Garth Brooks is good at this too, the power of an anthem song. Agreed. She knows how to she knows how to produce lyrics in some of her music, not all of her music, but she knows how to produce a bridge that mm-hmm. people are gonna yell at the top of their lungs. Or an entire song that people are going to yell at the top of their lungs. But she understands. I guarantee you when she's when she is writing Shake It Off. And the the whole part of it is haters going to hate, 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 hate. Shake it off. Shake it. The entire stadium is 
drowning her out. There were multiple times during the night when I felt the stadium mm-hmm. shake because mm-hmm. there were so many people mm-hmm. jumping up and down when Style was playing. Style might have been the loudest because it is slow and punchy. Yes. And that is easy to memorize because people can go, James Dean Day Dream, yes. look in your eye. And you're not having to memorize a lot of stuff really fast. It's exactly right. And it, you felt the... Mm, I mm, could feel your the ground... In your bones. Shake. It was... It was really That's awesome. smart to me. Yeah. That's and smart to me. I think it's also smart because so she put all these albums together, like all these eras together. She obviously wanted to play Evermore and Folklore. She knew that those albums could not carry themselves in a stadium tour. Amen. Because they just can't. I mean, even They're people, too folky. And I yeah. like folklore. But not I, in a stadium. It's that just, is a that is an intimate setting that you need that. In a stadium. And, and she can't do intimate settings. And she knew, she yep. knew, number one, that she wanted to have a huge tour. She yep. wanted a lot of her fans to be able to see her. And yep. she knew, number two, that she couldn't lead with just those music. Nope. So instead, she had to come up with this ingenious idea to say, I'm just going to play from all my eras. And she does play a lot from Evermore. Yeah. She does play a lot from Folklore yeah. and from Midnight's. And Lover, because those are the four she had in And from Lover, that's right. But we get the rest of them. But you also get the rest of them, because you have to have the stuff from Red, mm-hmm. and you have to have the stuff from 1989, mm-hmm. and you have to have the stuff from Fearless, mm-hmm. because that is, the, that is when you could feel the energy yes. just skyrocket. Yes. So true. Explain to everybody the eras. She doesn't go in order. She obviously. doesn't go in order. Yes, but what she basically does is she does little sets of songs, mm-hmm. and so she chooses five or six songs from each album. Mm-hmm. And so she starts with "Lover", Lover. is first, mm-hmm. which, which makes was sense. Smart, yes. because "Lover" is a, a good album. She's never toured it before. She was mm-hmm. supposed to tour it before it got canceled. It's got punchier pop songs on it. So she starts with Lover. She chooses six or seven songs to play from Mm -hmm. Lover. And then there's like a one minute transition. Well, I'm serious one minute. I totally agree with you. It has to be like less than 60 seconds. And then completely different set, completely different feel, completely different costumes. And she goes into the next album or era that she plays. She plays a couple songs from that. And it, it really is like seeing... 10 separate concerts yeah. because the whole feel of the stage is completely different. I can't believe, I still can't believe she has 10 albums at 33 years old. I know. And it's then, shocking. And um, I will also say that I liked Folklore and Evermore in this whole set. She, list I did too. Here. As she's singing it. Yeah. As she sang it, I liked it because mm-hmm. I, you can tell she likes the songs. Mm-hmm. You can tell that she cared and she put thought into mm-hmm. all of the sets and the costumes and everything that went along with it. Mm-hmm. And it was good to kind of have a break a little bit right, before the right, next right. hype. No, super not, we did not sit down, obviously. No. But like you say, during Folklore and Evermore, you are not jumping in your chair. You're not... Right, not as much. Not as much, but you're still singing... But it is not, like you say, stadium anthemy feel. Yeah, absolutely. And she didn't start with it and she didn't end with it. She was very smart to put it in the middle. The one thing I will say that people wonder about, and I'm not sure, um, I mean, there's speculation about the answer, but her Speak Now album, she only sang one song from it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, 
she does have what what they call secret songs, which I'll let you explain in a minute. But for for Speak Now, she only did um, Enchanted, and some people say, and that was amazing. Oh, so good. And some people say the reason why she's not doing a lot from Speak Now is because she hasn't re-recorded Speak Now yet. And allegedly that's going to drop right after her tour. Because if you go down weird, 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 weird TikToks, they can give you 75 Easter eggs that she left during the tour. That's Oh my gosh, I don't even... I mean, I'll read them and look at them and say, and then you oh, share them that's crazy. As me, I wonder as I eat my cereal for breakfast. Lindsay's yeah. like, guess what the most recent is? Did you know there was a 13 hidden in the tour? And I'm like, no, but your TikTok best friend just told you this. Right. We'll see what happens. But tell everybody about the secret songs and what they mean. So there's two songs that are secret songs that are played. Um, and she plays them acoustic, either yes. like on a guitar or on a piano yeah. at the end of the stage. Different song every night, so it's not a part of the normal set list. There's a whole, like, spreadsheet that people have created, probably Mm -hmm. on TikTok, where you can mark off which songs have already been played, because to date, she has not repeated any of the secret songs. So everyone is frantically, all the Swifties (laughs) are frantically looking at the songs that haven't been played and, like, crossing their fingers saying, please let them play this song that's the song I really want. Um, And it's, so it's super fun. But most of them are kind of... Yeah, her slightly obscure. obscure. Yeah, which I think is so interesting because probably for this girl, she's she's just thinking, I'm just gonna mix it up and play something different every single night yeah. from my earlier albums or any anything anything. I, I and I think that's so smart of hers to keep it interesting for her and fresh for her. But guess what else it does? It makes your fans invested. Yes. Which is smart. I mean, we're invested. We were obviously invested yeah. in Houston. But we're still invested oh, in yeah. like Atlanta we was just this past said, weekend. What did Atlanta get? Right. And, oh my gosh. And 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 then and, we're jealous over what Atlanta got. We were like, man, and I then, wanted that one from 1989. And then she's she's in Nashville this coming weekend. And I just kept thinking, surely Tim McGraw is going to come and sing Tim McGraw. But she's already done Tim McGraw as a secret song. The very first night, that's what she did. I still think Tim McGraw has to come. He has to come, doesn't he? I really Unless do. Unless he's like out of town or something, or she, I don't know. I She's had a few guest people just twice, but I, I'm thinking surely in Nashville, somebody's going to come up on the stage I think so too. with her. If you had to pick a favorite era from the night, from the tour, um, which era would you have said was your favorite? I'm going to pick 1989. Yeah. And I know what everyone's thinking. They've probably listened to the podcast previously where I put all the rankings down and 1989 is my favorite, but it, it, it's my favorite for a reason Mm -hmm. because they're anthem songs because the crowd knows them because they're super energetic because they're upbeat Mm -hmm. because I love a love story and Mm -hmm. that's what you get in style and that's what you get in wildest dreams. And I love that. My only, um, complaint about 1989 was that it was short. And so someone had said, Go in knowing that 1989 was a whole tour. Yeah, it was and its so own thing. It so was its own tour. Okay with it so being you short. have to be okay with it being short. Yeah. I will still say it was my favorite, though. Yeah. Because it's... Talk about high energy. Yeah. It is the epitome of high energy. Yeah. My second favorite is probably Red. Yeah. I liked Red. Because I think Red was, was good with... High yeah. energy as well for the same. Reasons. I will say mine is reputation, which 
It just cracks me up because when Reputation came out, you and I hated it. And now I just love it. And then I will say my second favorite was Lover. I, I Lover is growing on me in a way that I think I it just, is too. I just I really really love it. What was your favorite song of the night though? I loved Style. Mm-hmm. The power from like you we were saying this. I mean the crowd was so loud at Style. So into it. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. And then I also really loved Mastermind. Yes. And Isn't it interesting? It's a song. And so Mastermind is from Midnight's, mm-hmm. but. I I mean, the whole theme of the song, like the lyrics of the song are that she is a mastermind kind mm-hmm. of behind the scenes pulling the strings to make things happen. Yeah. And she does on stage. Like, yeah. she has this ability to kind of like push the dancers yeah. down so they all fall <laughs> like dominoes. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It was also near the end of the night, so there was a lot of excitement. Yeah. And like, it was, yeah. I don't know, it was just awesome. It was I thought good. it was great. I liked um, 22. I loved 22. I liked it. I think it's just because it was so sweet and nostalgic that she dressed in her 22 outfit. Her little black cat and her little t-shirt, which has secret messages on it, if you want to figure that out on TikTok. I also, on 22, when she she did, like, 33. She did 33 with her fingers. (laughs) It was... And that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking, like... I don't know about you. I'm feeling 33. (laughs) And it's... That's the kind of performer that you're talking about, right? Like, and I get it. Someone told her to do that, or she came up with the fact fact that she was going to do that. But... Who cares? I know. She does it anyways, and she pulls it off probably every night. I but know. she pulls it off every night and makes you think, that's so cute. She Look does. what she did. I liked Cruel Summer as well. That yeah. was the second song she sang, and mm, it was really, really good. I will also say, I just thought of this whenever we I talked about nostalgia. If you want to watch the Reputation concert, it is on Netflix. The actual concert Ooh, yeah. is. And I will tell you... She is, she is 10 times better than she is in Reputation. Yes. And in Reputation, she had kind of found her footing mm-hmm. because in 1989, she was sort of gangly and like fun girl and look at me and I, I can't dance that well and hearty har heart, like a little bit of the she immaturity. She was a little bit like that, yeah. But that was her shtick mm-hmm. of 1989. And then Reputation, she's just bad and oh don't mess with me Ooh, I'm, I'm wearing black and then in this one there is just a level of maturity and polish oh yeah that she has acquired in the last five years and we asked ourselves this question mm-hmm. a lot in the weekend leading up to the Taylor Swift mm-hmm. concert which is do we think she's happy I hope she is and after watching because the she concert, broke up with Joe is why she had broken up with Joe. Because and, she broke up with yeah. Joe. But then also and just this, like, is she happy, is she happy doing being these on, yeah, tours and, and going to Isn't this concert? Isn't it lonely? Should we be worried yes. for Taylor? <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of like, those are adult conversations that 40-somethings have with each other. Is like, I don't know. Is she happy? Who are her friends? Like, who's she talking to? Does she have someone that she can are depend on? Do we need to hang out with her? Where do you think she's staying in Houston? Like, all of those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. But I would say that after watching the concert, she is happy in the concert. Yeah. She looks like she is really enjoying herself. Yeah, and she even said, you know, I thought we would never be doing this again. Yeah. With COVID. And when she had to cancel the Lover tour, which we also had tickets for in two places, um, she, you know, she was saying there's a, there's just a, 
a, a sadness and a wonder if I would ever be able to do this again because this is what I love to do and here she is yeah so great what was a song that surprised you that you loved okay so I keep <laughs> you laugh because you know what it's gonna be because it does it surprises me so much it's from your reputation and it's don't blame me yeah and that is a song that I have I mean I like the reputation album a lot but it is a song that has never stood out to me mm-hmm. at all it was freaking awesome. I can't explain it. Like, she's super into it. It repeats a lot. Yeah. The crowd was into it. I was not expecting it. And, yeah. it, and I made a point to, like, after the song was over, I was like, man, that was good. <laughs> like, I was not expecting this, but it was so stinking good. It, it really was. was. So I knew my answer to that one because yeah. that was clearly it. I have two. One, the first one, I mean, I like the song, I Knew You Were Trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did not expect the audience joining me. Again, I'm beating this to death, but the anthem of trouble, 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 and you just you it reverberated, it. and, and I, I got into that one. I thought, I like this song, but this made me love this song. And the other one, I met... Some people are going to be like, Lindsay, that's terrible. But I like vigilante shit. I'm just going to say it. I, I like it. It's, I, I just, I, I like it. That's okay. It. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all right. It's all about revenge. Uh-huh. Dressing for revenge. Oh, God. I, I think it is just very creative. Very creative. It's just like getaway car, it feels like. Because I love getaway car, I know. too. And all this... I just feel like it's super duper creative anyway. <laughs> I will also say that I feel like we haven't really talked much about the Evermore and folklore. I really loved Marjorie and Evermore. Yes. Which now that's a that song a that I get one. stuck yeah. in my head a lot. Died, never stayed dead. Died, never stayed dead. That's the only part of the song that I really know, but I've got it like ingrained in my mm-hmm. mind, which now I'll probably like be singing it through the whole night. But <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's okay. But she, it's written for her grandmother. And yes. so she like talks we about it. Video of then, her grandmother And then up there's there. video of her grandmother and her mom, her grandmother singing along with mm-hmm. her. And it was, it, it was like a sweet moment yeah. in the, in the yeah. concert. So I thought that was really great. Um, and then I really liked last great American dynasty. Yeah. You've always um, loved that one. I've always loved mm-hmm. that song because I love it that it's, it kind of is a little nod a little to twist. her, mm-hmm. um, country music days. Yeah. There's kind of a twist at the yeah. end. And it had like, it was more like a play. Like there were mm-hmm. like people that were like acting yeah. it out yeah. on the stage. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool too. Yeah. So you really liked Cardigan. I did. I did. I, 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 I won't turn my nose up to Folklore and Evermore, but I will say that they are not my... Uh, ever, a lot of people love Evermore more yeah. than Folklore. A lot of people love Folklore more than Evermore. Um, a lot of people love Midnight's before the two of them. I will also say that you and I discussed Midnight's, and we would never dog it like we did on Reputation because we had to eat our words, but Midnight's is still hard for me. Midnight's I'm liking the songs that I didn't think I would like more. Right. Like the Antihero and the Lavender Haze and, you know, all of those bejeweled. I'm like, okay, Karma. I'm liking all these other ones on... I like Mastermind. Mastermind's good. And, yeah, I I like Midnight's. 
The hard part about Midnight's is the lyrics on Midnight's just don't lend itself. They're Mm -hmm. a little more abstract. So they don't lend itself quite to the like memorization. Or maybe I'm just too old and I can't memorize songs anymore. I don't know. But it's... It's just abstract. Lavender Haze isn't a real thing. Right. And so she's creating this world for us of Lavender Haze and... Yeah. You know. I mean, Bejeweled is fine, but I, I maybe Bejeweled was a little bit overrun mm-hmm. a little bit because a, a lot of that's kind of what's in your face right now, Antihero, all of those big ones that she has videos for. And so I, I find myself listening to the more obscure ones, but mm-hmm. she had she did a lot from Midnight's and she ended with Midnight's and there's no encore, there's no nothing. She... She bows and she's out of there. And at, she says, and thank you. It's 11.15. And, and you're thinking, what just it was, happened? I think it was 11.13. It was. She always <laughs> on 11.13. But you are thinking what just happened. And I've heard, I've heard several people say this as well. We have to get some sort of documentary on this. Agreed. And please, Lord, let it be a behind-the-scenes documentary. I totally agree. I would love to watch. I would love to watch the tour again. Yes. i got to see under the stage. I got to know what's happening because on, on right? Saturday night she tripped in Houston and fell on, she fell on the hem of her dress and fell forward and caught herself with her palm and cut it. And, um, so she's, she's had a wrap around her palm ever since because it's a deep cut, whatever. But to me, I'm thinking what's going on down there that made her trip. Cause can she stand up all the way right. or she crouched? I don't know. There? Are there ladies that are just ripping clothes off of her and putting them on? Is she just chugging water the whole time? How is she not sweating? Does somebody put lipstick back on her? Are they brushing her hair out? How was she she not sweating? Sweating. She has to take a pill. She takes a pill. I don't know. I mean, Taylor has a pill. If they do make pills, I feel like I need one for August, (laughs) July, and August in Houston. (laughs) She has to take a pill. I mean, I also think her eyeliner is tattooed. Really? I do. Because that didn't smear either. And I don't know. I, she's She's got it down. What time it do you think she gets ready? Polished. Like, what time do you think she arrives at the stadium? I have no idea. I don't even know. Those are the I, kind of things we want to know. I need to know. I want, and I hope that she reads or some of her people read, because I've heard so many people say, I got to know the logistics. I mean, even we were saying, where does she stay? Because no one, no one has had a video of her being somewhere. Right. So is she at the stadium? I mean, are the... You think a, she's sleeping a, in a cot a, at NRG? I'm, I'm not thinking a cot, but a guy who I work with, shout out to Bobby, he says, I think it has to be some sort of compound on site oh. that it's, you know, maybe trailers or, or posh buses, but you put them all together and... You know, this is her beauty bus, and this is her exercise bus, and this is her food bus, and this is where she sleeps bus, because nobody is seeing her going in and out of a hotel, or a VRBO, or anything, eating anywhere. The only thing we've seen is her in New York the Thursday before our Friday show, and I thought, is that cutting it a little close? Don't you need to be doing sound check, Taylor? I totally agree. And you know, New York, and we talked about this a lot because I had a meeting. At the Post Oak Hotel here mm-hmm. in Houston. And I was... Fanciest oh, hotel. It's the fanciest mm-hmm. hotel. I was 100% sure... I was too. ...that she was staying On Thursday. On Thursday night. She should be there the like day before. She got there on Thursday. She was going to stay there on Thursday night. Do a sound check on Thursday. I mean, do a sound check 
get there Thursday, do a sound check Friday morning. I was 100% sure she was staying yeah, there. she didn't. I, I asked the, like, waiter that came in to help us. <laughs> I said, like, I'm sorry, do you know if Taylor Swift is here? <laughs> and he looked at me a little suspicious. So, I don't know. Maybe he maybe she was coming in the next day. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I told all the people that I was meeting with that I was going to see Taylor Swift. I would, like, wander around the halls and say, Taylor. I just... I- <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, it, Bobby thinks that she has, that she's, she has to stay on site. Maybe that's right. Or maybe she does stay in like a neighborhood, a VRBO. Yeah. And she just drives in in like one car, like in the back, laying in the trunk. I, I, I just don't know. And maybe that is how you have to do it. But he just says, I feel like if you're doing this three days in a row, you would want your creature comforts of your stuff. And not being Maybe. in some sort of hotel. hotel. Because then on your off days, you know she's not, we know she's not going to get, she's probably at her house because Nashville is next, but she's not going to be hang, you know, she right. gets to go somewhere and then come back for her three days. Yeah. So that's when she's going to get, oh, my shower or my whatever. I don't know where she goes. I mean, clearly in New York to see Blake Lively and the Haynes sisters and do all that right. the night before ours. But so interesting. Um, why do you think, this is the last question I'll ask you, why do you think people love Taylor Swift? Why do you think she has lasted 17 years and can sell out all of these shows? What do you think it is about her or her music? I think, one, she's an incredible songwriter. Mm -hmm. And I think the lyrics are what gets people. I agree. Um, Also, I think she is super smart business person Mm -hmm. and she has been super smart the way she's transitioned from album to album from the way she's put out albums she has kind of created this buzz around her Mm -hmm. but i i mean i don't know i think i think there's a lot of artists that are really talented yeah that i mean like beyonce is getting ready for a tour right now and she's like I mean, there's a lot of people in my office and friends so excited that are yeah. super excited about Beyonce, but it still just doesn't feel like the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's and I understand they're different crowds, but it, it's I think it's the lyrics of her songs. I think it appeals to such a wide variety or generation, mm-hmm. multi generational yeah. people. I think it's a, a vulnerability that she allows to happen because now it's what she's known for, meaning this really happened to me. And so everybody's figuring out, is Midnight's really a breakup album about Joe? Because you can, you can give some pretty great evidence that that is the case. And yeah. did she break up with Joe three or four months ago? And or whenever ago, and at the Midnight's album is a result of that? Or, But what I'm saying is... I think people lean into it because, well, I've experienced that too, or I've had that breakup too, or I'm upset about that too, or my grandmother died too. And that, that kind of, I think that there's like a mystery aspect of it. And it is a, here's my journal, feel free to read it, Mm -hmm. which is another reason why I think she knows that her fans are, there is a, there is a relationship with them, I think. And, and she loves to do the Easter eggs because they love to look for them. And she loves to do, I mean, you can watch the Bejeweled 
video and see, oh my gosh, this is pink because of this. And this is purple because of this. And this represents this. And oh, this means that she's going to read you speak now and it's going to come out on August 11th. Right. But I think that's part of the fun for her too. And yeah, the respect like, okay, let's make this a little harder. Okay. Let's see if you can figure this out. But the, the business side of it to me is huge. The fact that she can, she can re-record old albums to give the bird to Scooter Braun. Because she because has this, he, like, devotion from mm-hmm. her fans. This committed yeah. fan group yeah. right here. Which is just so amazing. I mean, the fact that we listen to a 10-minute song. Right. I mean, that's insane. Right. But we listened to it. Yeah, everybody was very interested. Heck, I watched a little video. <laughs> I'm wondering now, is she dating that person in the video? Like, what's... Rumors say she is. That's what TikTok That's says. That's what TikTok says. TikTok and Lindsay tell me that. <laughs> um, what song would you like us to end on? Don't blame me. <laughs> yes, because everyone in America is thinking right now, well, everyone listens to this podcast, is thinking right now, she's going to pick 1989. <laughs> I ain't gonna pick 1989. I'm not gonna pick it. I'm picking Don't Blame Me. <laughs> That's right. It's it's a great song. <laughs> and all of all of your listeners are gonna hear it and they're gonna be like, wow, Laura was so right. This is an awesome song. This time. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And thanks to Laura for helping me give you all the details from the Eras Tour. Again, we have so much fun. I hope if you're going, you do too. And if I hope you're not going, oh, please let them make a documentary. It'll be so good. You'll love it. Remember, one of the best things you can to do <laughs> to do. Uh huh. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you had it over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray and Instagram on Instagram and Facebook, y'all. I'm just so excited about Taylor Swift. I can't even get this outro done. But also, if you go to Instagram at Lindsay Ray, you can see my super cool reel that, again, I created. I didn't use a template. I was so proud of myself. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.